0: Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to the MFCEO Project. I'm your host, Andy Frisella, and I am the motherfucking CEO. I'm here with my co-host, Vaughn Kohler. What's up, man? Uh...
1: What's up? Uh, not a lot. I always say that. I, I can't, I, whenever you say what's up, man, I don't, I don't know what to say. Well,
0: what's it's, going on? What's the news in Vaughn the Impaler
1: world? Uh, I am a bachelor today and tomorrow, and then I'm driving to Kansas City. Oh, shit. That's yeah. lo-
0: pounds of weed being smoked and, <laughs> exactly. and bitches getting bows it's dropped. Everyone's got a
1: hall pass. I'm going to yeah. go across the river, and it's going to be great.
0: So uh, we also have Just spe- kidding
1: for those of you who don't know what sarcasm is.
0: and there's a lot of them yeah so guys um we have a special guest today uh her name is emily she is the owner of fithomeandhealth.com she's a blogger an entrepreneur an author and she also happens to be my wife
2: that's true yeah
1: are you (laughs) like uh, does anybody ever refer to you as the first lady of first form
2: no, I did receive a uh, tank top from a company that said Mrs. Uh, MF CEO on it that I wear did proudly. Did you really? Yeah, I wore oh, like three awesome. times a week. Yeah.
1: Your yeah. MF
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's what I, I was like going to that. say. Yeah, that's like going to that. be my license plate. <laughs> so,
0: question of the day is what the fuck are we going to talk about, dude? Because usually every time <laughs> I come in here, I have this list of things that we're going to go through. And today I have no list. Yeah, so I'm going to make an urgent
1: plea to everyone listening at this very moment. For you to give very high marks to this, because I want Andy and his lovely wife and Tyler, who is not wearing coral pants right now, but Tyler, where, I are, want, your, where are your special I want, pants? Where are they, dude?
2: It's laundry day. It was laundry day <laughs> yesterday.
1: Okay, okay. Anyway, I, I'm making this urgent plea. I want everyone to, to respond very positively to, to this, because I, I really had to sell Andy on this. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot of things related to business and your significant other and relationships but this isn't going to be like e-harmony it's going to be mfceo harmony
0: mfce harmony
1: mfce harmony no it's not even going to be like that but it's uh, it's going to be a good conversation so you're let's go you're down with it right absolutely okay well i i thought that the first thing we could do is you know for those who are really deep into these kinds of things
0: tell us your your love story well, who you want? You want me to know the truth, or do you want her story? Ruthie's well, why don't we hear? Why don't we hear? Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, <laughs> Ruthie's beer.
2: Ruthie's beer, and here Ruthie, we are. Ruthie,
0: not Ruthie.
2: No, Ru- who uh, the hell's Ruthie?
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, she stalked me for a long time. Oh, and we're... then uh, we went out, and uh, now we're married. That's pretty much how it happened.
3: That's not what I heard. In I'm
0: what like. world? <laughs>
3: Okay, Emily. Do you true. want to tell
1: your your I I've heard that you uh, he's you, the Cliff Notes you worked version. worked in yeah well he's always the Cliff Notes version but That's I've heard that I've, <laughs> heard that I've heard that you worked as an ad manager or something like that yeah, yeah and an, he showed up in a tuxedo with flowers, I was uh, candy. an operations
2: and accounting manager for a uh, design firm and we he walked in and was so struck and. Put back by me that he said, yeah. I just got to have that. So I'm going to stalk her for
0: two yeah. years. No, that's not what happened. So. <laughs> what happened was, and this is funny because a lot of people look at her and they look at me and they're like, dude, she's fucking with him because he's got some money. Which we honestly, I get that a lot. People, right. people I, I comment that shit that. on yeah. It's terrible. Pages.
1: Actually, so, you know what I get all the time about you two? What? Dude, she just loves him for his beard.
0: Well, that's true. You that's know awesome. what? But I
2: mentioned the beard in our wedding vows. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> true. Nice. The point is, is that we do, I, we do get a lot of that shit. And, and what people don't realize and what makes them look so fucking stupid when they say that is that the whole reason we even met is because I couldn't pay my fucking bills at the company that she worked at. So she used to have to call me and harass me to pay my bills mm-hmm. when I didn't have any money. And, I, and, and then I would try to turn it into a joke and, and just tell her, you know, she's calling to flirt with me. <laughs> Like, that's the only thing I could yeah. do to I didn't have yeah. any money. Right. You know? And so I think it's it's ironic that people say that shit, and it's like, dude, no, man, my game is just that strong. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. 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 So no, I, I agree. We, uh, you know, what happened really was is we were friends, uh, you know, and it just kind of evolved from that. You know, we knew each other for years before we even went out on a date. Yeah. You know, and she knew that I was broke.
1: And, and so how long did you guys actually date before you got married, and when did you get married?
2: We got married October twentieth, two thousand twelve, nice. and we got together um middle of oh nine and we middle met in oh six. So cool. we knew each other three years and then yeah. So, cool. Yeah.
1: Well, so the reason that I think this is so valuable to talk about this is because we have had quite a few emails from people who um you know they're, they're trying to kill it in business. They're trying to kill it in life, and, and they either have a significant other or they want a significant other. And one of the things that everybody in this room knows very well, none of us would position ourselves as marriage experts or even dating experts or love experts, but, but we've all learned a little bit of, about you know relationships uh, here and there. And one of the things that I know you guys believe is that this, the significant person in your life... Uh, whether it's spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, or whatever, they can make or break you professionally, okay. and so this is relevant to to success in business. Um, just like hanging out with successful people is relevant, and just like we've talked about the importance of building loyal friendships is relevant. So th- this person who who's sort of the the center of your life in many ways I- is going to their their influence is going to ripple on everything you do. So um, what I want to know, uh, I think. One of the things that I want to just start with with you, Emily, is just to say, what's a quality? Um, one quality that you think that you've always looked for in a man that you found in Andy, and you say, "Thank God that's the case." Otherwise, our marriage and by extension my business attempts would absolutely suck. What's that quality?
2: His work ethic, like his his drive. You know, like I love that. I that's the way my dad was just bust ass hard worker and i like that you know i mean nobody wants freaking lazy ass you know playing video games watching espn and sit on the couch all day so his drive and work ethic is you know something a quality that like i I, you know is important to me
1: and what did your dad do or what does he do right now He
2: trucking firms and also is a farmer oh (laughs) like both he does both yeah he's done both uh 61 he's He's a hard ass worker. He could wow. outwork any twenty year old. Actually, now that down. I think
3: about it, I think Andy has mentioned yeah. that guy before. Yeah, he's so. the only guy Andy's you know afraid of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's
2: a big guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, are you guys traditional enough that did Andy like talk to? Oh,
2: absolutely. Your dad before? Yeah, it's kind of a funny story because my sister and her boyfriend have been together for a long time, and um, Andy was going to ask my dad permission to uh, marry me on Easter. Um, yeah. Easter 2011, I guess it was. And, uh, Andy had to leave to go do something else. And my sister's boyfriend asked my dad at Easter to marry my sister. And then I told Andy, I said, Oh my gosh, you know, Adam is going to marry Sarah. And Andy's like, what? And he didn't sound too excited. I didn't know what was going on. I found out months later he was going to ask the same day, but he didn't want to like steal their thunder. So he had to wait months later to ask me. So oh, that's funny. Kind that's of funny good. Story. So yeah, that is he was, He's very traditional in asking.
1: What about you, Andy? In terms of what people look for, what you found in Emily that you are very glad that exists in her as a character quality, otherwise life would suck for you.
0: Her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's two qualities. So I, I, so I, can, I, can, I can already tell you're taking this topic <laughs> really yeah, let's seriously. Be real. Let's be real here. You know? It's all it's all her boobs, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Coming, that's.
2: That's where the brains are at. No, but that's the <laughs> thing. So like, that. I loved, would, would,
1: did you post, I think you posted something on Instagram. I showed it to my wife. It was hilarious. Um, it was, no, it was Teresa posted. Oh yeah. Did you see that? Uh-huh. Yeah. You want to say it? Cause I'm not going to say it.
2: <laughs> it said, uh, brains are the new tits. Yeah. 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 But pretty
1: s- good. The,
0: the thing is, is, obviously I'm joking, but you know, I see all these people, I, I get emails all the time about the same thing we're talking about. Um, You know, oh, I'm trying to start a business and my loved ones don't support me or my girlfriend doesn't support me or my so-and-so doesn't support me. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, is people are far too loyal to people that don't support them um, in relationships. You know, I've got these 19-year-old kids who are dating some girl for three months and they're taking heat about whatever they're trying to get going. And they're like, well, what should I do? Well, you know what? You should fucking cut her off. Mm -hmm. That's what you should do. And the reason that – the main thing about Emily that made us work is that she understood what my goals were and supported them 100%. It wasn't a situation where I had to fight because, dude, being an entrepreneur is hard enough. Moving forward is hard enough. Trying to find success is hard enough. You know, without somebody who's supposed to be on your team and supposed to be rowing your boat in the same direction – you know, basically throwing an anchor in the water and keeping you from going where you want, mm-hmm. which was the situation, you know, many, many years for me before her and I got together. So, you know, the main thing for me, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's her, her compassion or blah, blah, blah <laughs> and all this shit. No, man, it's a compatible relationship. Yeah. You know, it's a matter of fact, like, dude, she understands that as a team, there's things that she's got to do and there's things that I've got to do. You know, and, and like most people are like trying to equal out all this shit in a relationship when in reality, if you're on the same team, you shouldn't be playing tit for tat anyway. Yeah. You know, so I got a lot of these younger guys and even older people, you know, they're in are Even if they're married and they don't have many obligations, you know, they've got these situations that and the reason I said boobs, obviously I'm joking, but like they're with somebody because they like the way their ass looks or they like the way their their boobs look and they're not with somebody because. It's a fucking compatible relationship, you Mm -hmm. know, and dude, my advice real simply is like, dude, think with your fucking your your head, Mm -hmm. not your fucking little head. Mm -hmm. Think with your big fucking head. You know what I'm saying? And like, dude, you don't owe loyalty to someone you've been with for fucking three months. I'm sorry. Right. You don't owe loyalty to someone you've been with for a year that you have no commitment to. You're not. Is your life worth giving it up for something like that? You know, and if you think it is, you're, there's something wrong with your brain. Right. Period. Right. You know, so like, you know, I say the boop thing joking, but you know, the reason I said that, I mean, it, it is because I want people to realize like, you know, there's like probably 70% of people that like really would answer that way. If right. they were being honest. Right. You know what I mean? So. Right. They I don't know, the man. Like on like the I, wrong I just things. get, yeah. you know. It's a it's a frustrating thing to answer, because if you answer like I just answered, people say, well, oh, you're all about success and not about family. No. But how much? It's just a fucking ignorant statement to make, mm-hmm. you know, success and family go hand in hand. How much better can you take take care of your family if you're successful?
1: Right. You know what I mean? Which which actually is, is a great segue into this this topic that, you know, this work Work-family balance or work-life balance, which we've all talked about before in, in the podcast, is is a really terrible way to even refer to it because you're never going to have this perfect balance. That's an ideal that can't be can't be achieved. But I think what I would be very interested to know either one of you want to chime in first is um, what were the, what are the key indicators for you that you know. You can say, "Okay, yeah, we're doing this. We're killing it. We're we've got a good rhythm going here. We've got we're we're doing okay in our relationship. We're doing okay in our business." And then in the uh, to follow up that question, what things do you do or the attitudes you adopt that have enabled you to hit that sweet spot? And I, I the way that I asked that was a little confusing. I, I'm I guess simplified the question is, what things do you do where you you are able to achieve a little bit of success in, in work and home.
2: And the balance, I think it's just understanding each other and, you know, how things work. I know that his days are jam packed. He's always, you know, got someone trying to reach him. He's always setting new goals and everything like that. So I feel that it's me understanding that, you know, it's learning each other's language. They say like love language, that sounds retarded, you know, but it's really like a language of learn his day. I know when he answers the phone, he says, yo, it's what's going on, I'm busy, you know, what's, you know, what, let, let's, you know, sh- no small talk. Or right, if he says, right. hello, it's more of he's available and things like that. And I feel like when he comes home, I can sense how he is and he can sense how I am. And we just, I mean, it it works. It's just mm-hmm. we have a good sense, I think, of self with each other that we we can we don't have to have focus on a balance. I don't know. It's
0: no dude. It's, a lot of these girls, especially out there are, they're fucking whiny. You know what I'm saying? You're at work all fucking day. You're bu- like, dude, any guy out there listening right now and females are going to write in and be all pissed off about this, but I don't give a fuck because it's truth. Okay. You got your dude out there trying to fucking do something. Okay. Or even vice versa. You got your, your girl out there trying to do something. We have female entrepreneurs on the show. Okay. Okay. They're out there spending all their fucking energy to try to better their lives that you're a part of, and they get home. The last thing that you need to be doing is whining in their ear about, you know, why you didn't fucking hold my hand enough today or why you didn't, you know, uh, put your cup away whenever you drank out of the water out of it or whatever, dude. It's just, you know, people get beat up over, emotionally beat up over the most ridiculous shit and, and nagged. You know what I mean? It's nagging. And, you know, it, it zaps the energy, man. You only have so much energy. And if you can, if you're getting your energy zapped at home by your significant other over in, in, insignificant bullshit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, what's wrong? Whoa, uh, what, 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 I don't understand. Why are you in a bad mood? I'm in a bad mood because I said to fire eight motherfuckers today. How about that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Something you know nothing about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, The thing is, is like people don't fucking think about that. They're selfish in their thinking. They think about like, you know, they instead of thinking like, oh, this it could have been a terrible day or could have been this. They take everything personal. You know what I mean? And they make it into this like relationship and you come home and it's fucking therapy. You know, it's all of a sudden you got to lay on the couch and put your feet up and have this fucking therapy session about why whatever. You know, the reality is, is anybody who's in business Anybody who's an entrepreneur, and I don't care who they are or what they say, they're going to have a little bit of a fucked up relationship. It's just not traditional. It's not what you see in real life, where people hold hands and fucking walk down the street and have a picket fence and all this shit. It's just not. Did you Did
1: you guys happen to listen to uh, Gary Vee's podcast about this whole work life balance thing? Where he no. he basically said he knew that there were times that he was neglecting his family. He didn't. He didn't want it. He didn't want to. Um I don't want to misrepresent him. I think that's that's pretty it's been a while since I've listened to it, but he's basically saying that like there there is no perfect c- scenario. You have to do your best to try to, to try to meet your well, But your see that's needs, the problem. But-
0: what you're saying is the problem. You have all these fucking idealistic people out there that think that it should be this perfect little thing. Okay? So you have to understand number 1, it's not going to be fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just like being an entrepreneur. You know, these people wait and wait and wait and wait and wait And they wait for this perfect fucking opportunity, this perfect plan with no bumps in the road, no, no obstacles, no anything. And that's why they never find what they're looking for, because it's not there, Mm -hmm. you know. And so you have the same thing now. You have these people who think relationships are supposed to be this like thing that they think about or they see on TV or whatever they fucking read about somewhere or see on TMZ or whatever. I don't I don't know where the fuck they get this idea. But they have an unrealistic idea of what's reality.
3: Mm-hmm. Andy, like you I'm, said, it's... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Tyler. If I may, Andy, uh, because I know Emily on a personal level, and she's probably the most selfless person I know, how much easier does she make your career? A million times. Because she understands that. Right.
0: But see, that's the thing. And, like, that's that's where, like, I hear these guys, especially because I get a lot of guys saying this to me. My, and I don't know if it's because I have more male followers or whatever it is, but... I, a lot of guys are like, man, I've been with this girl for this amount of months and you know, she, doesn't, she doesn't support my goals or my dreams and she thinks I should blah, blah, blah. And what should I do? <laughs> what the fuck do you think you should do?
2: The thing is they always say that who you marry or you date, anything like that, that's your most important business decision. You're not mm-hmm. going to make a, a deliberate bad decision in business, so why would you make that in your relationship? You're also you know? not
0: going to make a de- uh, an emotional decision in business exactly. based off of some fucking shiny thing. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what most people do. They make this a totally emotional decision about their partner, and then they try to make these logical decisions, they try to mesh those things together, and it doesn't work.
1: So you didn't listen to Taylor Swift and then go ask Emily to marry you?
0: Oh, Lord. No. I Honestly, before I met her, I was never going to get married.
1: Yeah? Never. Yeah. Never fucking, so, n- never, ever, ever. So playing devil's advocate, I'm just going to throw this out there. What if somebody says, great, well, you know, Tyler calls her selfless. Basically, what you're telling me, Andy, is you married a doormat. She just does whatever you want her to do, you know. I, I'm playing devil's advocate. I know don't you don't, are. Don't punch me. But, I mean, <laughs>
0: I, I mean, she just does whatever you want to do. I mean, what's your response to that? I, I think that anybody who thinks that's got a mental fucking issue. Mm-hmm. because. So what's the difference because, between dude, someone my who my is role? selfless Look, and someone who's a doormat? Because uh, what's a doormat? Explain to me what a doormat is.
1: Well, whatever you want, honey. It's all about you. I don't have anything that I'm ever going to ask you to do for me or to sacrifice for me that's, I guess that's, that's what I would say. I mean, uh, it, it, I'm saying I'm pretending to no, be the, I think the person who's, who's going to level that accusation. What are you guys going to say? Right. To and
2: that? I think I met what Tyler met in that way. It's more of understanding what is is. Cause you know, I, I have owned a business before a brick and mortar business. And I was in a relationship with someone that nagged the hell out of me. And it is annoying. It's terrible. You can't be productive. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. And I know how much like that annoyed me and how much I hated it and like you resent those people for those kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I can understand from you know that standpoint of him. So I think that it's not a doormat, it's more of just understanding what he goes through every day, well, trying to make his life no, easier. It's it's, you
0: know? it's the roles of the of the of the relationship. Everybody's got a part to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're in a fucking baseball diamond, okay, you not everybody plays their position. You know what I mean? So we just happen to have more of a traditional relationship. She works from home. She's an entrepreneur from home. I actually don't work from home. I come here. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a lot of things going on. And, you know, I go take care of my business. She takes care of her business. Time we get to spend together. It's great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I still think the idea of like a doormat or whatever, these, the traditional relationship of like the 50s or whatever is unrealistic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm trying to think back because it's hard for me to remember what it was like to be in a relationship. But, I mean, I can remember being in other relationships where I would get, like, text messages during the day non-fucking-stop about, like, something. Like, something Mm -hmm, stupid. mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe we had a little bit of an argument the day before. And then the argument just drags on all day long Mm -hmm, through text. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But, see, here's the problem. So what what ends up happening and what you guys and girls need to understand is that what ends up happening is you're getting yelled at for being too ambitious, too goal-driven, too wanting success, all right? So then you back off, right? And then you come and you give your attention to all this person. And then guess what? Then the problem becomes not that you're ambitious and goal-driven and blah, blah, blah. The problem becomes that you're lazy and you're fucking broke.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like nothing, so, nothing's good enough. That's right. Yeah. So
0: you have to realize that. So when people fucking nag you, cut them out of your life. Mm-hmm. I don't care who they are. Agree.
1: Yeah. So you you mentioned two things. One, you said that uh, Emily had some stuff going on at home entrepreneurially, and then you also said that you know contrary to this this person who was constantly texting you, you weren't doing that, which to me- tells me not only uh, you know to piggyback off of Tyler, but it's not just selflessness, but you, you're confident. You've built that. You've, you've, you have yeah. a healthy independence. So on that note, why don't you tell us what you're doing? What's your, what's your business venture?
2: <laughs> business venture. It's fithomeandhealth.com. It is a website right now. I have um, some cookbooks coming out. Um, hopefully, the first one will be out like early winter. And it's basically healthy living, um, lifestyle. I was inspired about six years ago to start this because I was shopping for some c- healthy cookbooks mm-hmm. and they all required ridiculous, you know, spices that I couldn't find, or they were ridiculously expensive. They're paying the ass to make. Right. And I said, fuck this. I'm doing my own thing. So, and they, and um, I just started doing that. And then this February, um, Andy and I talked about just me taking that on full time and, uh, cause our lives are just inc- getting increasingly busy with him and it, uh, we made the, you know, joint decision that I would leave my career and uh, do this full-time and pursue that, and then... Uh, so
1: you're currently doing something else, too. Oh, you no, no, sorry, I, mi- I misheard you. So you you already did that. You already left your career to... Uh, yes, to, I left yeah, my yeah, career. Yeah, sorry, like, sorry. Just, no, you're fine. Yeah.
2: Just this uh, past February that I was at gotcha. for eight years. Actually, the job that I met Andy at, gotcha. I left there and uh, started doing this um, full-time and, you know, working from home. And it's, I, you know, I really enjoy it. It's uh, Andy's, you know been super, super supportive of this. And you know, when I mentioned it, he's like, fuck yeah, go do your thing, you know, do your own thing. So it's a uh, pretty easy uh, decision. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, So I'm going to take it just a second to uh, do that boring information that we always like to share. Uh, Those of you who want to catch this episode, go to the MFCEO forward slash Uh, P 16, and you can check out episode notes, uh, links galore, book recommendations, all that good stuff. And while I'm at it, I'm going to go ahead and mention the winners of the, um, shout out competition that, or contest that we had, uh, last week. Did you already do that? Well, we did that on a uh, on an episode on that head. we ended up scrapping. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I felt like we did that already. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to make this real quick. Shout-outs go to at GetSkull. That's spelled S-K-U-L-L-E. At GetSkull. He's a Missouri entrepreneur who sells hygiene products and the like. At Gorilla01. Gorilla as in Gorilla Warfare, not uh, the ape. And uh, I believe uh, Aaron is an athlete and personal trainer and has just a lot of things going on. Dadhood and husband and people spoke very highly of him. So that shout out to at Gorilla 01. And then finally, um, at Isaiah Robertson, and that's spelled with an L. Uh, which is a little confusing, but it's at Isaiah Robertson and he runs an organization called Stat Basketball, which it looks like it helps uh, youth who face uh, different challenges. And I'm sure he's got a lot going on, but check out those three. Oh, and then I have to throw in at Natalie Works, who is the mom of at Get em Scott, who has a skincare business and she works real hard. So uh, that's our shout out winners. We'll do that at some point in the future. So just uh, going back to to you, Emily, a little bit on what you're doing. Cause I know we have, we do have, you know, it's not the majority, but we do have a good contingent of our listeners who are women. So talk to me a little bit about, um, are there unique challenges to, to having a business that's, that's targeting and, and, and marketing to women? Cause I mean, I, I take it that that's fit home and health is yeah, a lot. I mean, that. I do
2: have some, you know, a male audience as well, but for the women, you know, it's still a little bit more traditional where a lot of the women, you know, do the cooking. I do have the portion of men that they, a lot of the men that, um, that follow their chefs actually too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's neat that they get into it as well. And, you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't had any challenges so far as far as being a woman. I think it's just, you know, you have to put yourself out there as the way you want to be perceived Mm -hmm. and, you know, respect and who you are, you know? So I haven't uh, had any type of challenges as far as that goes, but it is. It's just putting out content that people can relate to. It's not overly girly. It's not fluffed up. It's here's how you make this. Mm-hmm. Provide a good dinner. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
1: Yeah. So let's suppose that you guys are friends with another couple and one of them has a real strong desire to build something big in business, but you're noticing something about the other person in that relationship and those what you're noticing are red flags. Things that you're thinking, "Ah, oh, this is going to be trouble work, down the line." Deal. What are What are some of the things you're noticing?
2: People that are needy lack confidence. You know, they want a lot of attention. They, you know, they're not comf- they're they're not good with being alone. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to be able
0: to. Uh, People focus. who make remarks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> you'll you'll hear this. I I hear this a lot actually. Um. They make little remarks. that will tell you like the little clues like, oh, uh, you know, the one, you know, he just works so much or he just he's always working. And it's like in set in a complaint tone. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, bitch, he's working so he could pay your fucking bills. You know what I mean? Right. I've
2: heard people say stuff like that. And oh, they'll say, God. Oh, we were supposed to do this. But, you know, he's got to work. Well, and the, fu- it, the funny thing bitchy is, comments. the
0: funny thing is, is when people bit like other girls bitch to you about people that work. For us here, and they're like <laughs> they act like I fucking never work. It's I know. like it's like telling if you. They like, only
2: had a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like
0: I mean it's, it's twenty. Times. It's like, dude, you know It's unreal. They're the dude might work like fifty hours a week. You're like, Oh, he's always working, blah, blah, blah. she's like rolling her eyes.
2: Yeah. It's And it it's, happens. Like it's, it's like people laughable. don't think about
0: what they're saying. Right. You know what I mean? Right.
2: It, and it does. It is comical because it's like they don't understand like, oh yeah. Andy's at the office, but then he comes home and he's working
0: Till fucking I go to bed. Exactly. No, and right. then
2: he can't fucking sleep cuz he has ideas or he gets up and he's text, you know, like doing emails or you know reminding himself stuff. So. But I mean,
0: the red flags are, are <laughs> obvious if you look for them. I mean They're not red,
2: pe- they're flaming. Right. Yeah. When <laughs> people make
0: remarks about how much you work or this or that and let's say in the beginning of a relationship, you know, less than a year probably, you know, dude, that's an automatic issue. That's what do you think that's going to fester into? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Look for the people that with that I think are uh, they feed into the drama. If they watch reality TV, that's yeah. a red flag. That's, a red <laughs> that's flag. not no going to work out.
3: Nice. <laughs> Another red flag would be the person that is working in the in the relationship all of a sudden loses like driver passion.
0: Dude, that yeah. I see that yeah. all the time. I can't tell you how many employees I've had that have, that have met some new girl, all of a sudden they're all about this girl and all of a sudden their work situation goes to total shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Guys, you know, and that's the mentality of society. And I'm going to get hate mail on this. I don't really give a fuck. But the reality is the mentality of society is this emotional minded fucking fluffy bullshit. You know, Care Bear shit is what I call mm-hmm. it. You know, let's all hug and sing kubaya <laughs> And let's operate our whole lives on emotion. Yeah. It's not the fucking reality of the world. If you want to if you want to dude. if you want to drive a nice car, you want to live in a nice house, you want to have a nice bank account, you want to be able to do shit. You're gonna have to think logically, not mm-hmm. all emotionally. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And right. And dude, the the reality. What's the reality of a relationship anyway? F- people can fucking fake a relationship for six months. They can pretend to be what you want them to be for at least six months. Then the, it'll be perfect. Then the, the little red flags will start coming out. Okay. Then three years from now, you're breaking up with them because you fucking hate them. And you would have hated them in the per- in the first place had they fucking not lied about who exactly. they were. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. right. So. It's all, it's all fucking, you know, it, I just have a different take, man. You know, like, her and I got along as friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She understood what it means to fucking work because her dad, I think, has probably set that example for her, mm-hmm. and she saw that in her own family, and I recognize that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, we get along. We fucking laugh at each other's jokes. You know, I yeah. think she's pretty good looking. Yeah. Is that fucking simple? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, dude, it's not that hard. And, you and like, need, you didn't
1: need to get on Match.com or anything like that.
0: No, believe it or not, you know, it's it's just, <clears throat> it's one of those things. Uh, it it's just it, people overcomplicate it. It's just like fucking being an entrepreneur, dude. Mm-hmm. People overcomplicate the whole fucking thing. You know, instead of like what I say all the time: take one customer, turn it into two. Don't overcomplicate it. People do that with relationships, Mm -hmm. you know. They look for this thing that doesn't exist. They look for perfection. They look for no road bumps, and instead of being coming good with somebody who's like-minded, you know, they they do fucked up shit because people are fucked up. They think they think things like this. Oh well, that guy's kind of boring. I'm gonna go for this person who's a challenge. Well,
2: (laughs) and they. Then they bitch about it because it's like right. bad dude or bad right. bitch shit. And
3: Lord I'm glad you bunch made of time like I did and try and change a person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Like that's what they do. They'd rather instead of finding somebody you're compatible with, dude. Let's be real, man. Let's be fucking real. This show's about reality. People fucking go out with people for sexual reasons. All right. Once you had sex with somebody for a fucking year, guess what? You get used to it. No matter who the fuck you're with.
1: Law of diminishing returns.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's reality, dude. And I'm not saying like, you know, sex life, this or that. But I'm just saying like people make these decisions that ruin their whole fucking lives based on something that's fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, dude, I I got this perfect partner. Oh, I like this other girl's titties. I'm going to go fucking banger. And they ruin Mm -hmm. their life. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Absolutely. Like, dude, they don't get it. And like, dude, these young guys, young guys, especially because I know you're all walking around with fucking boners half the time. You know, they're the ones making these stupid ass decisions about who they should be dating, dude. And they go out with these chicks that fucking hang around dudes with bottles at the club and shit instead of picking up somebody who's got a fucking brain and who could be a good partner in life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know what <laughs> no, I'm saying? Dude, I, dude, I yeah. look at them and We've I'm like, dude, and I see dudes with them and they're, they're like, oh yeah, we're getting married. And I'm like, my face, I got like, you know, I got i can't even hide it anymore no, I don't know a, now yeah he like, can't when, hide his emotions. <laughs> when people tell me that i'm like dude i mean you for real i thought i honestly i thought you're fucking paying her for the night you know what i mean <laughs> right, and he right, yeah he'll right, ask too right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean dude but that's what guys do and then they call and they email me and they say annie my girlfriend says i work too much right my girlfriend says i'm too ambitious how can you be too ambitious you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That same girl, you're gonna fucking quit your job, and that's what's funny about these dudes that like get all wrapped up in these relationships. They end up quitting a job or changing jobs to spend more time with their girl, and what happens? The girl fucking kicks them out,
1: right? Or cheats on them,
0: right? With yeah. somebody who's got more money, or yeah. somebody who's got more success, or somebody who has more ambition. So
1: I, so I'm really glad you're getting fired up about this. I, I am I, because I,
0: it's, so, dude. I could fucking seriously unload right now, but it, like it would involve like words like whore and slut. And fucking skank, mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. those are the words that I actually use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, would, it goes both ways. Though. And it would include words like moron, yeah. fucking idiot, yeah. okay, dumbass. But I'm just not going to insult everybody. I mean, like, but use your fucking brain. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a partnership. It's the most important partnership of your life. You should fucking look past somebody's physical attributes and connect with somebody on a mental level and on a friendship level. Because what I'm saying about the sexual things and this and that and whatever is like, dude, what are you going to have when you get used to that? It's whatever else you have. It's what's left. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and dude, you know, people always like, I hear people complain like, Oh dude, we just don't have the fucking, the, the magic we used to have. You mean like when you first met and it was brand fucking new and it was exciting and you don't have that anymore for two years. Welcome to the fucking club. That's everybody. That's fucking everybody. That's everybody. Everybody in the fucking earth. And if you say different, you're a fucking liar. Right. So, But the mistake they make
1: is then saying. They think
0: that's love. Yeah. They think yes. that's love. They, they think, think that's love. They think the love is the fucking infatuation phase that when you first start dating, they right. think, oh, that's love. And I'm out of love because I'm not like as excited. You know what I'm saying? Right. As I was. Well, dude, that's not it. It's just like anything. It's it's anything that you become familiar with is less exciting naturally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. people do this all the time. They go in a relationship, and I would say that relationship can last, you know, that period can last like two pro- probably two years. You know what I'm saying? Where you're just crazy, excited, and all that shit. Right. And, and then what they do is they say, oh, I fell out of love. And they break up, and they start over. And then they go do this. Like, dude, I have fucking friends who have married twice already. They're 35 years old. Mm -hmm. You know? Three times. More than that. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, stop and think about what the fuck you're doing.
3: You know what I mean? I know a lot of friends that have to be in a relationship, and it holds them back career-wise. Dude. Because they jump from one girl to another girl, and it just... Look,
0: I'm not going to lie. When I was making my business, like, whenever we were broke and we were coming up, we didn't have shit, my 100% priority was business. And I lost girlfriends over it. And I and, and dude, I, I lost friends over it. I lost girlfriends over it. And you know what? I couldn't be fucking happier about it. That's the reality. Mm-hmm. You know, because now I look back and I think, man, I could have fucking ended up with that person. I could have ended up here. I could have ended up there. And, and it's hard for people when they're younger, especially to see the reason things aren't working out until they're older. And then they can look back and they can say, wow, that's why that didn't work.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. So I love the fact that you made a distinction between people who are really screwed up, they're negative, and people who are just imperfect. Because we're all imperfect, but there's a difference between just falling short of that, that objective Nobody's- standard of perfection and then just being a really screwed up person. But here's something that I, I'd like to ask you, because I know you're really big on the law of attraction. You know, wait, life wait, wait, attracts wait. life. Dude, here,
0: I want to add something to what you just okay. said. Like, There's a lot of people out there and you have to fucking look out for them. They're puppet masters. OK, and what they do is they have no power in life. They have not accomplished anything. They don't have any power over anything. And, and a lot of times <clears throat> this is girls because girls, a lot of girls fucking go through life trying to think I'm going to find a rich guy and gonna fucking marry him. Like, that's their strategy in life. Like, dude, if that's your strategy and you're listening to this, you are fucked up, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. OK, and so what they do is they try to use their vagina to manipulate You. Into doing things. And they're puppet masters. And they're like, well, if you do this, I'll give you this. Or if you do that, I'll give you that. Or if you do this, I'll give you this. And like, dude, I, I hear these guys saying shit like, oh, yeah, man, you know, fucking, I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna go home early this week, so maybe I can get lucky. It's like, bro, you're the most pathetic fucking thing I've ever heard. Like, that's the most pathetic thing I've heard. Mm-hmm. It's you know like what a I mean? dog
2: scratching at a door. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> like, you're gonna be a fucking dog begging for fucking, Hoping somebody to get answers. laid. Get the fuck out of here. You know, mm-hmm. be a man, stand up and have your fucking priorities straight. And if somebody has a treat, you with respect man, woman, or otherwise, get them out of your fucking life. Period. Mm-hmm. Well said, you know? Yeah, definitely. I- it's like pathetic, dude. I, I see it all the time. and I, I, It's like, I want to reach out and fucking strangle people because I'm like, dude, you are so far away from having the fucking success mindset. Like, I can't even fucking talk to you. You know what I mean? I can't. Mm-hmm. What I say to you is not going to make sense. Mm hmm. You know, and it's very frustrating because I want these people to realize what they're doing is self-destructive. But you can't talk it into somebody that's in that fucking mindset. Do you think the core of it is insecurity? Yeah, dude. Because guys have this idea like, you know, dude, here's, here's what it comes down to. Let's be real. You know, girls hit puberty. Dudes try to bang them every day all day long from the time they're fucking 15. Okay. They, they're, in, they're in control. Let's be real. All right. Guys hit puberty. They can't even see a boobie. All right, they go through life trying to see girls naked. That's their mentality. I'm gonna do everything I can to see girls naked, and when they find one, they try to fucking stick with them. It's like being in the desert and somebody throwing you a fucking cracker, and you thinking that cracker tastes like Thanksgiving dinner. You know, when you're when you don't have much selection, you know, a fucking cracker's pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you've got to have the perspective to look and say, yeah, it's a fucking cracker. It's still ain't Thanksgiving. And fucking go find Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> a good <laughs> and, and so, dude, it's a mentality a of men versus women. Yeah. And a lot of women hear this and they get upset, but it's the truth. You know, men don't have that fucking constant barrage of, of potential sexual activity happening to them over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again. So, dude, they take what they can get for the most part. Dude, it's like
2: we've talked to the bar, going out. You know, you see girls; they're waiting, and like guys buying them drinks. Everything else is easy for them. Where guys, it's like takes right. all they got. They're getting shot down, and everything else. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, like, dude, and that's that's why you get people <laughs> who who hang on to something that's not that great for them because they don't they're afraid to like go out and go out into the desert and starve for a while. Right. I mean, that's what it's like. But, dude, you know what? <laughs> Sometimes you got to starve mm-hmm. if you're a dude.
1: Right. You know. I mean, I th- I think people don't realize that. It is, it is far better to be alone than to be with someone who's bad for you. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, far yeah. better. Absolutely. Than, and, but part of that is, is coming to the realization that you actually don't mind it. You kind of, you like yourself enough that you're okay. Dude, it's all you, part of growing you know, up, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And,
0: <clears throat> you know, when you're younger and you don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you think, well, what's wrong with me? Right. Why can't, why does nobody like me? You know, instead of thinking like, why does nobody like you? Why don't you think about why you don't like anybody else?
3: Right. You know what I mean? Well, why it plays back in the, you know, following society. And, it's society's know, expectations. Right, exactly. right.
0: If you don't have a girlfriend or you're not married right. at this age or whatever. There's something fucking wrong with you. Right, exactly. Right. What's wrong
1: with you? But having worked with kids, you know, like high school and college students for a long time in my life, I, I, I've i met some kids who had that genuine thought like, what you know, why doesn't anybody like me? And what I said to, and you know, is there something wrong with me? And what I always said to them was, why do you assume something's wrong with you? Maybe something's right with you. And they're just you're just surrounded by a bunch of losers. I mean, dude, that's that's a possibility too.
0: I, you know? I think that's there's a lot of truth to that. Actually, I think you know? when you're younger, especially when you're seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, if you're a good dude and you got your shit together, that's not exciting to fucking seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old girls. Mm-hmm. You know, they want fucking exciting. You know, they don't. They're not in the. They're not looking for fucking Mister. You know, perfect. And so then what happens is these good dudes go try to be fucking the dudes that these girls want to be and then before they know it they've thrown their whole life away and they're sitting on right. a bar fucking 30 years old wondering what the fuck happened right you know you young dudes you guys got to realize like look man stay on your fucking goals right you know what i mean stay focused on your goals take care of yourself first and the right person will come along and compliment that and not just be there but also push you forward
3: right you know right like, and dude, that- i didn't even have a girlfriend until i left high school well, that's, that was, because, there's no re- there's <laughs> obvious reasons well, for uh, that. In my, dad, you know, my dad <laughs> I'm was, biting my tongue. my dad was smart enough because I wanted to play D1 college baseball and dude, I put all my focus into that. So it was one of yeah. those things where I made a decision, a conscious decision, like I'm just going to fucking put girls on the back burner, not fucking party. And I'm going to, you know, dude,
0: until you're married and have fucking family, like legit issue, like you're seriously talking about getting a family, you dude. You should be worried about yourself first, in Mm -hmm, my opinion. mm -hmm. And people are going to argue with that and say, oh, you're such a dick. But, dude, I'm going to tell you, your life is more valuable than a relationship that's probably not going to work out. Right,
1: right. I would also say to anybody who's listening, because I know sometimes we do have people this young who listen, like in high school. If you're a good dude or you're a good girl. Keep being good. Yeah, and and the reality is, you need to know this. High school is not reality. Oh, Jesus. not Not even close to reality so if you get down on yourself just really press on because now i i I try to ask this earlier i I, because i'm dying to know what you have to say about this i know you're a big one on the law of attraction like attracts like you know we meet people all the time who say i can't find anybody nice i can't find anybody nice and the reality is birds of a feather flock together and in in some cases the reason they can't find any anybody nice is that they're not the kind of person who attracts those kinds of good people. So my question to both of you guys, and Tyler, you can chime in too, is what are some things you would say to people? Okay, you want to develop the character that you're actually attracting people that are good quality people? Give me like three to five things you do. You would suggest. You want to build character? You want to develop Dude, as a person? become who
0: it is that you want to attract, period. If you want to attract a certain kind of person, become the kind of person that person is going to want to be with. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? And that's what I just said about guys that are good guys trying to become like these other people to pick up these chicks. That's what they're doing, but they're not thinking it through because the person that they're trying to actually attract is is a shitty person for the most part. You right. know what I mean? Right. At that time in their life. Maybe they'll grow up, but I don't mm-hmm. know. But I'm no. just saying, like, you know, you you can't expect to fucking attract a fucking 10 When you're a fucking two and I'm not talking about looks, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about everything else, but looks, I'm talking about your brain, I'm talking about your sense of humor, I'm talking about your ability to communicate, I'm talking about all that shit, you know, it's not even about looks, it's about because, dude, you you get used to the way somebody looks, like I Mm -hmm. said, you know, it's about the all the other things that set that foundation. And, you know, you can lay out all these qualities or whatever you're asking for, but the reality is, is dude, you, if you work on yourself enough and you become the right person, you become, you're going to attract the right people into your life. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be friends. It's going to be significant others. It's going to be a- all of
1: that. And if you don't, you'll be just fine. You'll be happy with who you are. You'll have stuff going on. And until such time as that person comes into your life, you'll be okay. Just because you don't have anybody in your life doesn't mean you're going to. Dude, be people miserable. come
0: consumed with with the idea of finding somebody. man. They do, but and that's our like,
1: whole culture. I mean, I, I mean, I love you I, know, I I love Taylor Swift. She's great, but that's that's part of the reason she's so she's so mega popular. Is her her whole songs are like emotional porn. I mean, they're they're I mean, that's what they are. They're they're like people desperately wanting this romance in their life, or or you know, they're. I mean, obviously. Well, I don't know. I was. Then they just s- attract
2: desperate people. Yeah, they just attract
1: <laughs> desperate people. You're right. Yeah,
2: but I think it's just. I mean, golden rule is just treat others the way you want to be treated. Because whether that be in a relationship or friendship or anything like that, because if you're single and you're you know you treat your friends the way you going to be treated, they are gonna, you know, do that with their friends. And I think that's the way you end up meeting people. You know, and with treating each other the way you want to be treated, I think in life no that's period. a good point you that's end up
0: meeting groups of people right that are the right people mm-hmm. and then you find people in that group and then you click with those people. exactly mm-hmm.
3: yeah, it all boils down to having standards
0: it does yeah and a lot of people don't no, a lot of right. people will a lot of dudes will stick it in anywhere that fucking has a pulse and uh, you know that's not a good place to be guys mm-hmm. you know i mean let's be real
2: don't get something you can't wash off not only
0: that, <laughs> let's be real, man. You know, Tyler, when you and I were young, we long, started slow, but man, we long, have caught when we, fire. <laughs> when we were all young, man, we had to like steal porno magazines. Now you just go online. Like,
3: steal, man. I paid people for that shit. Yeah, dude.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. You hide that shit like your secret hiding spot. Like nowadays, okay. man, you just fucking click over the computer, man. Yeah, but or you know, Instagram. All right, all right. So, 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 so,
1: so I'm, I'm just going to let me get on my high horse just for a second oh, here. Right? This right. You know, you, you Pastor of Disaster. I have talked to guys and, and they're serious, okay? I they're serious about this. I have said to them, Dude, you need to like meet a real girl. You need to have like a real relationship and actually like be in love and get married and, you know, learn all the things that you're supposed and he to learn you can touch her, it's real. No, you know what he says? <laughs> He's like and I've had guys tell me this. Dude, I don't need that. I said, Why not? I can look at porn every night. I I, I, I are you what you're serious? Yeah, no, I. It's like a smorgasbord, man. I can have I can have any woman I want in my mind. Why do I need to? And they're serious. Listen, that is listen. So pathetic. It is pathetic. <laughs> but do you know what? I thought he was like unusual. I googled this. There are a lot of young guys that think this. They've, there's all sorts of surveys and well, studies that basically say. Here, here, oh, I can just look at porn. Look, you you realize? Like, I'm joking. Well, well, hold on, hold on a second, because I I gotta say this to me. You're a coward. You 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 want because porn is all about you you you. It's all about making you feel like you're the center of of, of the woman's atta- attention. And I say to those guys, man, you're a coward because love. You got to put your heart out there. You got You got to sacrifice. And you have no idea that you. you I can't believe I'm going to actually use this phrase, but you're jacking off when you could be having a life like a life changing relationship,
0: dude. But see, okay, clearly I was joking when I said that. It was, sure, it was a joke. But here's the thing. People, I didn't
2: <laughs>
1: get any amens. I was kind of hoping no. I'd get an amen,
2: but I want to have like a pastor crackdown. Thing you're like, hang, <laughs> yeah. on, hang on. Like some sort of phrase that you say when he's about to lay down his law. <laughs> well, dude,
0: the thing is, is that you've got to understand that life is hard. Okay. And if you're going to be successful, there's a reason you don't see successful entrepreneurs without somebody in that supporting role one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be gender roles like the man brings home the bacon and. The woman does all the fucking housework. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way.
1: I love bacon, though.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, but the who doesn't? Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, is that you know you rarely see successful entrepreneurs rarely, 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 rarely without somebody as a partner who's pushing them forward. Right. You just don't because Which is why all this
1: is relevant. Right. To, exactly. To our podcast. You just don't.
0: It's not even just yeah. like, oh, well, I'm going to be successful on my own. It's like, no, you need somebody. To support you and pick you up and push you forward when you need that, and that's where people get lost. They think of it as, oh well, if I don't find the right person or I don't blah blah blah, or I just date these hoes, you know, or these douchebags for the ladies, you know, everything will be fine. But that's not the case because there's a whole lot more to life than just your work, and you need somebody who can help you with that and support you and push you through when when you need that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So people, I mean. You look at guys, you know, look at Bill Gates, look at Warren Buffett, look at, uh, <clears throat> I mean, fucking Zuckerberg. All these guys have women in their lives or significant others, and the women, too. I just read a story about the co-founder of uh, Oracle yesterday, I think it was, who's a, who's a f- female, or Cisco, mm-hmm. Cisco. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, dude, all these people have significant others in their lives to push them forward. You know what I mean? So it's not just a matter of, like. Do I want to have somebody that I ha- that that is great and do I no, you fucking need it. It's a central part of success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because what happens is is, you know, if you're constantly fighting with somebody or arguing with somebody, your energy gets zapped by that. Then you can't focus on where you need to focus it. Mm-hmm. So when you bring somebody in that helps make your life easier, and by easier I mean helps support you, helps encourage you, helps you with taking care of the issues, the other issues of life, and you're doing that together then this other area becomes far less you know, painful to deal with because you have the support in the other areas of your life. You know what I mean? But, like, dude, you're not going to get that chase of tits and ass. I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. that right now. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people will look at Emily and they'll say, oh, well, she's hot. Well, yeah, she is hot. But, but, mm-hmm. I'm, but it, that, isn't, that isn't how we fucking... No. It's an illusion, like, almost, because, yeah. like, people misunderstand our relationship. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because of that. Right. No, Absolutely. Good
1: stuff. So I want to switch to uh, Truth or Dare. Can I do that? Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna... Emily, this is your question. All right. I'm going to channel my inner uh, Howard Stern. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All no. I Howard is private okay. Part, so. <laughs> we need a woman president. Truth?
2: No. That's. I mean, that's not really a Truth or Dare. That's like a True or False. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's
1: that's my that's the. Is way it I'm not? At. Yes, but I don't know. How do you
3: play truth or dare? No,
2: it, it was there. your bad idea. You tell me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think people are
3: realizing right. it's very apparent that this is Andy's wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we
2: don't. We need somebody that can do the right shit, get everything ironed out, and. Get this country back where it needs to go.
1: And it could be a woman or it could be a guy. That's right. Who gives a shit what it is? Just fix it. Quit voting
0: for skin color. Quit voting for gender. Quit voting for dumb shit. Right. Right. Vote for the person that can fix the fucking problems. Exactly.
1: I like it. Okay, here, dare. I dare you, Emily, to tell me what you really think about women who gain social media followings only by posting half-naked pictures of themselves.
2: That could be a whole podcast. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I don't... I think it's... uh, shows me lack of self-respect lack of confidence you know are you trying to inspire or you just trying to put a picture of your ass up I don't Mm -hmm. need to see your ass progress three times a day like it's just oversaturated and then those then those are the same bitches that complain they don't get respect or they want to be taken seriously like
0: or they take a picture of their tits like this yeah like you know and then they're like somebody makes a comment about it and then they're like oh you're a fucking you're a chauvinist asshole it's like look lady you know, I saw a lady in a
2: g-string on my explore page the other day. She had her back. She's sitting on bed. She had a g-string on. No, you know she's totally naked. You see her back, and the picture was about meditating. You mean you got to fucking meditate in your g? You you know you couldn't have put a picture up in like yeah. your tank top or something. Yeah. Like dude, look man. Social
0: the social too, yeah the likes and all this <laughs> shit has become people's self worth. Exactly. You know, and people have gotten so addicted to. I mean, Facebook and Instagram and all Twitter, all these. It's all genius shit. Because what you've done is you've got people addicted to, you Hearts know. Parts
2: are their social currency.
0: Yeah, right. And it's, it's, it's what they're worth now. Mm-hmm. So, like, now, dude, if you don't get 1,000 likes, you know, if I didn't get 1,000 likes on me and my workout gear, well, i am sure get 1,000 if I show my ass, mm-hmm. you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, dude, it's become a situation where people aren't even fucking living their real mm-hmm. life anymore. They're just mm-hmm. selling their their bodies for to people that don't even matter, that, yeah, you know, and, and like, dude, think of how that prevents you from meeting someone who's like mm-hmm. of quality,
1: right? And once you put it up there, it's it's there, and that's the thing. You can sad pull it down, people but it's there. People want to yeah. improve
2: their likes, their follows. So I've seen girls yeah. that you know you have respected, and they start posting, you know, slutty pictures, right. Respect dude, immediately I would respect gone. them a lot
0: more if they would just say, gone. "Here's a here's a picture of myself. Check out my ass." As opposed <laughs> yeah, to like, own it. <laughs> as opposed to like, putting a picture up and being like, "Oh, progress pic." Or
2: the sun's uh, out today. Yeah. Or do oh, you like my socks? I'm so you know
0: we all go through hardships in life. Right. You know, and some motivational Don't post some shit. motivational
2: bullshit under a naked picture. Right. Like, dude, right. just that's like a Snickers and Diet Coke j- diet say hey. Instagram. What <laughs> <"Hey." Or> you <laughs> think it equals out? Dude,
0: just be real. Just say, "Hey, I think I look pretty fucking good in this picture." Yeah. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah.
1: At least, at least. No, I of- totally agree. I'm going to get blowback for this comment, but the one that I just kind of shake my head is when you have this literally, I won't even say half naked woman. We'll say like three quarters naked woman. And the caption is something like, Jesus
2: loves you. I know. Or, or, are you serious? I know. I and mean, they, they really? Do some Bible verse or something like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you may have been born naked. You don't have to stay naked on the <laughs> internet. <laughs>
0: I don't know, dude. That's our culture, right? Our culture yeah. is all about attention Yeah, now. It is. So it is. Um
2: but I think with that though, it brings more attention to the people that don't do that. You know, I think people yeah. are getting yeah. it's just oversaturated where you just you know, if we see that on our Instagrams, we just keep scrolling. Like you don't even right. stop anymore. You know, it's well dude, what
0: I think it is too, is is I think it's very I think it's very cheap way to to create value for yourself online. And I think, you know, people say, I work hard to look like this. Well, you know what? That's fine. But, yeah. dude, what else do you got? Yeah. Right. But, but
1: there's also a difference between posting a generally fitness-themed picture and some of the over-the-top things that right. people post. There, I mean, it, I, yeah. It's a fine line now. It is a fine line. It is a fine line. Okay, Emily. Oh, so it's not truth or dare. It's true or false. <laughs> Andy Frisella is way hotter than George Clooney, Bradley Cooper, or Channing Tatum.
2: Definite truth. Oh, definite
1: Jesus. truth. Okay, who's who's the closest who's the closest second it, in that What world? were
2: my options again? Uh, I, w- George, I didn't even have to listen. I, went, I already knew he was the I hottest. Went old, medium, <laughs> and young. He's rolling his eyes.
1: George Clooney, Bradley Cooper, and Channing Tatum.
2: Um, dude, I, think, I would. I
1: say
0: Clooney, man. No,
2: don't pick for me. That's, I'm I was going to say Clooney. He's just. He is just v- much more uh cultured.
0: He's classic. Who? Yeah, he he mean, he's Clooney. Just, Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I Dude, just like that him. look. He's yeah. just
2: he does yeah. he doesn't try to get attention. He's not you yeah. know. Yeah. I I like him. Although
0: I do like Channing
1: Tatum too. That guy's okay. fucking hilarious. Yeah, okay. he is funny. Okay, so so uh you know just indulge me here a second, and this is going to be on an honesty policy. So Andy's got to come up with a name in his mind, and you are going to tell the truth whether she guesses it right. If if Andy can meet any celebrity woman who's going to maybe cause him to get a little bit like whoa, who is that? Woman.
2: Oh, shoot! What's her name? Hang on, just Hillary Clinton.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say vomit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, celebrity woman. Well, recently it's been, you know, with Ronda Rousey, all that kind that's of stuff. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> your relation. Yeah, I swear. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I swear. That's who I was thinking of. I literally she's only got her
0: shit figured, together, figured out who she was. No, that was right, week. dude. I yeah. swear that was right. I was thinking Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. <laughs> dude, it's because she's badass, Yeah. Man.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. You know? <laughs> well, guys, this is episode 16. So if you want to check out the show notes for it, it's themfceo.com forward slash P16. Uh, we really appreciate all the support. Um, Speaking of which, I'm just going to go ahead real quick and run through the names of the winners of our review contest, which uh, I announced on Periscope last week. But uh, here they are again. Rebecca Chung of Melbourne, Australia. Soon Nielsen of Denmark, who, by the way, was up at three o'clock in the morning watching that Periscope uh, to hear the results. Amy Carlson of Bushkill, Pennsylvania. Andrew Petty of Woodstock, Georgia. And Dr. Drew Casper of Manhattan, Kansas. So congrats, guys. I uh, Give me a little bit of time. I'm putting together a little package to send you guys. Um, but uh, thanks for your reviews. And as always, everybody, continue to send reviews our way. We love them. It helps us. It helps our rankings. And we'll have uh, another contest down the line. Um, before we wrap up with final words, uh, Emily, why don't you share your social media contacts for and uh, for you and for your, uh, your business? On
2: uh, Instagram, it is Emily Frisella, same as that's for Facebook. And on Periscope, it's Fit Home and Health.
1: Great, Andy.
2: These
0: guys know my stuff. <laughs> I, know, I know.
1: I know they do. But you know, Put it you into into Google. Know. All right, at Andy Frisella for pretty much everything. At Von Kohler for pretty much everything. And then Tyler is at my underscore Tyler with the my spelled M A I. I believe. Final word, Emily.
2: Final word. Yeah. I've never heard a final word on.
1: Well, we you only just do it every podcast. We do it every podcast. You, know, you, every well, know, podcast. you like, obviously <laughs> don't, you're not supporting your man.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Final word.
1: Yeah. Final word.
2: Be yourself. Have a good relationship and stay on track. I don't. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, great. <laughs> cut that out.
1: No, I'm you not going to cut well it out. That. Uh, look, you know.
2: Well, Andy always says, "I've never heard like somebody like a guest say it."
0: Well, look. Here's the thing. <laughs> We've got all these people out there looking. Just stop looking at it as this, dude, if you're going to go on a date and you want to have fun and do all this shit, it's fine to be emotional and do all that. But when it comes to picking somebody that you're going to spend time with for the rest of your life, you know, you should be thinking more than, oh, that person's got a nice six-pack or that person has a nice ass or whatever. Or this person drives a fucking BMW. You know what I mean? And the society's gotten so shallow and it's so easy to get sucked into The idea of a relationship versus what the relationship really is that, you know, I just the guys and girls listening, you guys need to be fucking careful. And if you get with somebody who happens not to support who you are, you know, if you don't have family and you don't have these like physical, like legal ties to this person, dude, get them gone. And if you do have legal ties to the person, because there's people who are like married and they're thinking, fuck, I'm already with somebody and I have two kids with them. And we don't have a good relationship, dude, you need to like sit that person down and have a real conversation about priorities in life, you know. And if they don't understand, then there's some hard decisions that are going to have to be made. You know what I mean? So I think that I I think I would just encourage everybody to stop. You know, we joked around a lot on this podcast, but, dude, this is like one of the most serious decisions you ever make. And if you don't if you don't take it serious and you just like meet somebody in a fucking, you know, concert and you happen you know and it just kind of oh we got married because it's two years down the line and this and that and you didn't think it through man you're gonna have a hard time you know what i mean and and, and when i get lots of questions we all get lots of questions and i would say 30 percent of the questions that i get are all the same questions. It's what should i do if my partner doesn't support me and dude if you're not married to him get him get him gone and like sure. dude if you're like 23 or four or five or six or seven and you're like even thinking about getting out of that relationship, you should get out of it like today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it's even a fucking thought. Yeah. You know, and, and dude, don't let it drag on and become your life. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. I'm not a relationship expert. I've had a lot of bad ones, but, but you've learned, but I know that this, I know that having somebody in your life to help pick up the pieces when shit doesn't go your way or push you forward or be a part of all the rest of your life in a positive way is an important part to the success aspect of your life it's just if you don't have it like I said it's not it's it's I don't even know dude I don't even know one successful entrepreneur not one I don't fucking know one personally that doesn't have somebody in their life like that I'm talking about self-made entrepreneur that's built something from nothing I do not know one not even fucking one that has somebody in their life or that doesn't have somebody in their life that supports them in that way
1: That's a great way to wrap things up
0: unless
2: you were, uh, no, I was just going to, what Andy said, you know, any type of your relationship together and individually, it should be something that appreciates in the value and not depreciates, you know, you from yourself, you know, if you're, if Andy's saying, you know, break up with them, you should, it should not take away from your goals, from what your life is long term. Like he said, you're young, you don't realize it yet, but you'll thank yourself later. So
0: that's. Yeah, it's something that should help make you better. Exactly, it's an appreciation, not an yeah, appreciation. a relation. I guess that's that's a that's something that I've said before that I forgot I hadn't said. But that's how you need to look at a relationship. If it's not making you better, then you don't need it. It's that simple. If your relationship, you can look at your relationship and say it's making my life harder, then you shouldn't be in that relationship. That's it, Emily.
2: No, that's it. MF, take away.
1: Mf mrs. Thank you for joining us.
2: <laughs> I can't even say that it's a tongue twister. It is a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll just go by Emily. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's it. I'm, that's it for me. Thanks I'm for done. having me. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> I'll have dinner on the table. Yeah,
1: you <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: guys. We'll catch up with you next time. Work, work,
3: work, work. <laughs>